Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Glad you're here. Uh, first thing for announcements, I'm trying to think here, Doug. We don't really have anything fresh. <laughs> no, just working on the studio. I guess the update for turkey season is still going rough. Very rough. When do you, you leave for Indiana? I leave for Indiana Friday, and then we got Turkey Palooza. Oh yeah, Turkey Palooza's next weekend. Yeah, and then after that, Illinois is done. One after week, that. yeah. After that, one I have one weekend left. Not looking good for the working class crew when it comes to turkeys. Got four turkey tags. I'm about to eat a big old sack of lunch. I ate one already. Yeah. So fifth season's all I got. But we're gonna have so many people out. I, I don't really care if I kill one, honestly. Yeah. But I have a bear hunt coming up the end of May with Eric. Me and Eric are going back out. Double Diamond oh, Outfitters yeah. in Wyoming. If you're a listener who booked a hunt, shout out to you, and we will see you out there. Oh, yeah. um, Eric and I are splitting the two camps. We're going to fly out this time, I think, instead of driving. Yeah. 19 hours is a long way. That's a long way. Um, but, yeah, bear hunt. I'm kind of low-key. I'm like excited for the turkey hunt, but I'm kind of like, let's get through it and yeah. go bear hunting. But I'll, I, of course, will enjoy it anyway. Um other than that, we're still working on our new studio. Um, Got the bar looking good. The bar is in. Everything's looking good. A lot of a lot of work to do yet, but we're chipping away on it about every night that we can here. So, um, other than that, I think that's all the announcements we got. I think so, to the business, uh, the podcast is presented by HHA Sports. Of course, code WCB fifteen will save you some money. That is a widely used code, and we're glad for it. Um, thank you for supporting the brands that support us. Um, they offer more than just one side. If you're unfamiliar, they have the Tetris, their main line of series. You can even get it in a four pin if you prefer that. Um, Optimizer, the Cadet is a great uh, site to get into. The Virtus Rest, um, like Cadet would be one you could get for your kid or a new hunter or somebody mm-hmm. that's just trying to get the hang of archery. Um, but check it out, HHAUSA.com. Um, the podcast is also brought to you by Big Time. 
And that's where you're going hunting with the big yep. time boys with uh, Joe and Chad. Joe and Chad. Hopefully they're going to get me a bird. Show me how it's done. In Indiana. The duck guide's getting turkey guided. They call different in Indiana, I heard. Oh, well, we'll find out. <laughs> I just like, dude, this, this sucks. Just way easier. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks out here. Uh, no, big time. Uh, attractive supplemental feed, food plot um, seed, depending on what you need. Platinum, nitro, uh, the big time block, happy hour, uh, the cherry on top corn coating. They got Ooh. all that for you. Uh, food, food plot, f- food plot. If you're in Illinois, like me and Austin and Ross, we can't use the supplemental feed and That's attractants. Food plot. So we're using like borderline, foundation clover, clover select, buck brunch, long range, last stand, lockdown, all that stuff that they have, a, a, and even more, a variety oh, of yeah. uh, food plot blends that you can get into. So they have something for everyone if you're looking for a spring or fall plot. Big time code WCB2021. Works on everything on their store except for soil test kits because that's kind of like a, a third-party thing through big time. Um, also, Rogue Ridge and the Grind Turkey Calls and Decoys. Uh, Rogue Ridge e-bikes have been holding up great, um, and we have proof of that because <laughs> if you didn't see our recent photo shoot with Gator Outdoors, we were jumping the shit out of the they were, RM750. They were tested. And it was tested. I was jumping it off a bag of big time, and that was kind of like the big test for me. Like I've cruised around my hunting property with it. And, like, ran over logs and kind of tested out around the yard. But actually jumping it, going fast, and, like, hitting the little trail track thing I have yeah. in my woods really put that in. Because I feel like I'm going to ride it a little harder than a guy who wasn't into BMX yeah, in his day. for sure. So it passed the test. So the thing is built like a tank. It's like driving a smooth semi-truck through the woods, <laughs> if, if a, like, on a bike analogy. Yeah. Um, they're awesome, though. Um, and also the grind... Turkey calls and decoys super um, that applies right now to this time or never for the price. And I'm not saying that they're a bad quality decoy, but no, the price good. point is there for what you're getting. You don't expect the decoys to be as good as they are. Yeah, um, exactly. But I, it hangs up there with the best of them, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, I had a hen come right in the middle of my uh, grind decoys and yelp her face off. I was like, if a hen likes it, Tom definitely don't like it. Oh, yeah. They're just being stubborn. Um, but, yeah, I mean, $60 decoys. For top quality decoys, that, that's pretty amazing. And their calls are nicely priced too. Like, yeah, you know, I think they, the mouth calls sound really good. I know we got. I, I've been using. Oh man, which one? I like their names. I forget. Uh, them purple all. rain, the purple one. I think I've been using purple rain. I like that one a lot. But here we got the the grind three pack, the limb hanger killer combo, the bat wing red poison, little red two bat wing. I um, like. Uh, yeah, I like the red poison too. I like. I, um, yeah, I was using the red one also. Yeah. I opened a bunch of them at the same time and yeah, just brought them the with thing. me. I was like, oh, dumb idea. <laughs> and I wanted to, like, see the names on them, whatever. But, no, they're awesome. So if you're curious about the e-bikes, uh, the Rogue Ridge e-bikes, RM750 is the one that I was jumping in the in the photo shoot. Um, shout out to them guys. Awesome brands. Also, Old Barn Taxidermy. Uh, man, it is good to be good friends with your taxidermist. I'm supposed to get my bear, Sam said, hopefully next week. Really? Holy shit. Uh, damn. damn. I, I, it depends on on the finish work. We're going to town. And, and also, speaking of taxidermy, uh, by the way, check out Old Barn Taxidermy, Fort Madison, Iowa. But speaking of taxidermy, so we are doing the uh, the Geyer Buck Memorial shirt. It's basically the Geyer Buck tee, but like an all-blacked-out version and memorial for uh, my dad who just passed away, Papa Dave, as you know him here on the podcast. Uh, thank you for everyone who supported that and, and has reached out to me and everything. It's been great. Uh, but the cool thing that Old Barn is assisting us with is for that memorial tee, all that money, um, or most of it is going to the memorial. Um, 
and I don't know if all of it's going to go to this one taxidermy setup for my dad, but mm-hmm. um, we're getting a replica made of the Geyer Buck to mount for the studio so people can see it there and I can hold on to the original. And then we're making another replica so we can bring it to shows and events and stuff that we attend so people can actually like handle the yeah. buck. And I'm going to get some stuff made for around the Geyer Buck mount. Um, yeah, it's really and, cool and idea. And yeah, Old so, Barn's being awesome. Oh, they're being great. Sam's been so cool about it. He's uh, everyone reaching out and then uh, buying yeah. the tees. It's, it's really cool. We sold a lot of them. That yeah. goes for another two days if you're listening to this. Um, probably through the weekend, this coming weekend. So, mm-hmm. uh, first weekend of May, it'll, it'll end, but yeah. And then we're going to my dad's last buck. We're going to do some sort of memorial on the back of it. Um, on the back of the mountain oh, like yeah. and leather Perfect. and yeah. stuff. That's a badass yeah, idea. Old barn kills it, man. They're out of this world. Top notch people, top notch taxidermy. And, and yeah, just, it's, it's nice going to a taxidermy place and like they help you with ideas instead of like, what do you want? It's kind of like going to a tattoo shop. If your tattoo shop, if your tattoo artist has a dick. Yeah, you're not, just, what do you want? You want that? Fine. Well, they're intimidating. Like yeah, taxidermy yeah. shops can be intimidating in a different way than ta- taxidermy shops can be intimidating in a different way than a tattoo shop can be. But still, so people go in um, not knowing what they want or what they need, yeah. even you know. So it's nice to have that like confidence and and help. Um, also, scent crusher, um, rapid mobile shower to the locker, the roller bag, the gear bag, the room clean, the boot dryers, and overlook product by scent crusher. We use the ozone uh, or the room clean. I apologize every single day. I'm um, in the new studio that we're building now. Gonna need a bunch. There's right? gonna be one in every room. Yeah. So if you do happen to come to the studio and hang out with us or podcast with us, you'll get to test and use Scent Crusher products. Um, Go ahead and turn it on when you see it on the wall. Yeah. Well, poop and then t- <laughs> yeah, turn, turn it on. on. Yeah. But I mean, the closet. I imagine we're gonna have a closet set up, so oh, sure. that'd be cool. People can can see. I probably set one up for when people come in from out of town to go hunting and stuff. They can use yeah. it. But, yeah, check out ScentCrusher.com. And also Elite Archery, everything outdoor group, uh, which owns Elite. Code WCB works for them. Um, but, I mean, right now, really, Elite has a bow for everyone. The Encore, the Remedy. I am I have a Remedy that I haven't set up yet. I'm still shooting the Cure. Um, I'll probably shoot that through Turkey Palooza just with everything going on. I'm hoping I have my Remedy ready for bear season, but I got to hustle. I, uh, I was thinking about taking my result with me since McDaniels are right there. Oh, well, that's a good idea. You, you should do that. I, mean, I probably could take You years. can hunt all day I could for take years too, right? Oh shit. We should call Josh. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. That's not a bad idea, right? That's a great idea. I don't know. He could probably just get it. No, oh, I guess you're peeping stuff. He uh, could get it set up and then Ross could kind of fit it to me. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll call him after this. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about but it. Yeah, Elite Archery. Um absolutely love it. We shot Elite for I mean, I don't know how many years it's going on, four, five years now. I think more than that, right? I don't know. I'm thankful for them. I love them. I kind of wish I would have kept all my old bows because it would be kind of neat to have a library. I got them all. You can have them all? Yeah. God dang. Unnecessary, but awesome. Unnecessary, but it's nice to look at. Well, cool. Well, uh, we're going to do a veteran shout-out once we get into the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but appreciate you guys uh, supporting us through kind of all the hard times of you know the last few weeks. But it's time to make 2021 our bitch now. Onward. Let's kill some uh, turkeys. Let's kill some bears. And uh, – Let's kill the podcast game. Have a good time doing it. Let's do that. By the way, it's just me and Doug this episode. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's no one else here. Let's do it, Doug. <laughs> All right. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. It is episode 445. I had to look at my notes. 
Damn, almost a 450. We're getting up there. Cutting in there. Uh, just Doug and I in the studio as hosts, mm-hmm. and we have two in-studio guests here at uh, whatever we call this studio. We, I don't know if we ever came with a name for this, but anyway, it doesn't matter. We got the the guys behind Galesburg Archery Club in the house. Got Mr. Matt. What's up, brother? What's up? And then we got Mr. William, Billiam, Billiam William. What's up, man? What's up? Thank you guys for coming in. Whatever you want to call them. No time. No yeah. Problem. Whatever. Our, he's our, uh, Billiam's our working class misfit. Anytime we get like a misprint of working class bow hunter merch, like for example, a logo printed upside down on a hat or the front of a shirt printed on the back of a shirt. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of like a two in one shirt you're wearing. You're wearing the classic working class shirt with like right. the logo I lettering. Don't mind that shirt. It's pretty cool. The logo lettering and like the like where a pocket would be on the left uh, left side of your chest, and then the go shoot your bow logo on the back. Don't know how it happened, but it's kind of awesome. So he gets all our misprinted like. <laughs> Like to, you're kind of you know how like the like the NFL like Super Bowl like the non-winning team all those shirts get sent to like a third world country. So I'm a third world country is what you're saying for working class well, owner merch. Yes, your words not ours. Yeah, I mean you said it. I will, I'll own up to it. I don't care. You're, you're that shithole country that we send all our misfit merch to. <laughs> that, okay, great that's guy, not a great bad. guy though. Great guy. Not that those are, they're just black they're sheep of the family. Whatever. Yeah, call it what you will. But thanks for coming in the studio, guys. We've been talking about this for a while. Um, to bring everyone up to speed before we get into things, we're going to do a veteran shout out here. The shoot is now where the home or Gillsburg archery club is now home of the working class bow hunter shoot. And we're going to get into that in a little detail yeah. here, but I think first we should, uh, do a veteran shout out. Uh, this veteran shout out is brought to you by HHA USA. Uh, it's well operation HHA USA, uh, check them out at HHA USA.org. Uh, their mission is to show appreciation and create a sense of community for veterans and active military through archery in the outdoors. And we still have not picked a 3D shoot that we're going to for HHA USA. I'm going to write that we'll down. Uh, this one's a long one, but uh, it was sent by uh, David. Oh, man, it's a hard name. Bayback. Bayback. Uh, the veteran is Nathan Ligus. He's in the Army. Says, uh, this is my fiance's cousin who couldn't be any, any more prouder of. Nate is such an awesome dude who currently don't get to see enough of. But here's what here's what he wrote when I asked him exactly what he does. Says, uh, so I'm in the Army, in active duty. I'm a staff sergeant in primary MOS is a 19K. Hopefully I'm saying all this right. Uh, which is an M1 armored crewman. I'm a tank commander on the M1A2 is the SEP V2 main battle tank. I am in charge of a little over $14.7 million worth of equipment and over $25 million worth in personnel. My main focus is to close is to close with and destroy the enemies of the Constitution of the United States, both foreign and domestic. While stateside, my main focus is to properly train and care for soldiers appointed under me, as well as to execute the task and orders given to me by the officers appointed over me. He is going to have his time served here in the next year and can't wait for my man to come back home and do so much hunting with me uh for hunting and archery experience says it says uh grew up hunting and fishing that that all his dad and uncles do our family has a nice camp and up in sterling pa sterling run pa right in the heart of our game and lands i know he shoots bows and guns but he left for the army right as i was getting to know him but i know he is an old Ooh, how do you say this he has an old 
Twenty day bow and lots of guns. I don't know. Let me see. They say this bow at the bottom. Oneida? Is it Oneida? Yes. And where's where we at? Oneida. Yeah, he has an old Oneida bow and lots of guns. Never heard of Oneida. What? Yeah, you have. Guaranteed. Tim Will shoots them. Yeah, you know the bow fishing bows looks like they got like double lens. Yeah, looks like a recurve. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That was a long one. You need hooked on Phoenix. Yeah, dude, I was struggling there. I got ahead of myself. My brain couldn't comprehend. Gotta look at me. I'm like, it's an army term. I have no. Idea. I, don't, I was just making sure I was doing anything right. <laughs> well, awesome, man. Thanks for your service, Nathan. Thank you, Nathan. And thanks, thanks, David, for sending that in. David's a big supporter. He's a hardcore listener. We appreciate the hell out of him. I see his name a lot pop up. So super thankful for that, man. Yeah, thank thank you. you for your service, and thanks for sending that, David. Yeah, you can submit a veteran shout out. Workingclassbowhunter.com. Hit the contact tab, and there's a button in there to fill all the information out. Help Doug with spelling. And if somebody could get him like a free subscription to Hooks on. Yeah, dude, that was tough. Pahenix. (laughs) That would be great too. Just to help that go a little smoother. Billiam, you're a veteran as well, huh? Yes, sir. Tell us about it. Uh, I served from 85 to 95 in the United States Air Force. I was a munitions system specialist, which if you basically break it down, I built bombs. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Whether you see them on the wingtips of the F-16s, which are the AIM-9 missiles or AIM-7 missiles, all that all that stuff I was. Uh, I had the opportunity to uh, go to New Mexico for 30 days and do testing on some new bombs they came out with, the new Denton, or, uh, yeah, the new warheads. Yeah, To yeah. see what it, can, what it can do to concrete. And no kidding. It was a pretty awesome experience to see I that. I bet, man. <laughs> I was actually at White Sands Missile Range, which is where they also detonated the nuke. Oh, no shit. So if you've never seen green glass, go there. You'll see it. <laughs> really? It, yeah, it turned sand to gl- glass, and it's green. No kidding. Wow. And uh, I've never been to Africa, but while I was over there, we were driving down the road, and there was a Gems box standing on the side of the road. <laughs> and the dude's like, be careful, because if they get mad, they charge the car, and they, he's seen it where the, they'll tilt their head down, and they shove the horns right through the car doors. No shit? Yeah. Were they all mad from radiation, or what the hell's going on? Who knows? But it was a pretty cool experience to be over there and see. It's different things. Uh, I spent uh, a year in uh, Tegu Air Force Base in Korea. Yeah. I spent um, six months in Saudi Arabia. No shit. It's pretty fun over there. I was mean, it fun? Like, yeah. are you being sarcastic? No, it was. For me, it was. Yeah. We got to do a lot of shit. We got to go out and play in the sand, go chase scorpions, sand vipers, all kinds of crap. <laughs> well, that sounds too. fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. You know, but like I said, some of the stuff over there is pretty cool. You go downtown, you watch uh, some of the stuff that goes on. You know, like we talk about here about stealing and stuff. Over there, they don't really lock their doors. Like here, over there, they just pull the little gate closed mm-hmm. so you can stick your hand inside and steal anything you want but if you're caught they will cut your hand off i've heard that out after i left i read they had three beheadings because the guys were smuggling drugs in no Ooh, shit wow. he did not play games over there well i mean hey <laughs> yeah i mean how bad do you want to steal something yeah. i guess i guess if you so. decide if you really need it or not if you need it more than your hand yeah no yeah. kidding yeah. i'll make you it's, think twice well, yeah. thank you for your service man thank you sir well, it, that's something we try to do for veterans, and I don't feel like it's – I mean, maybe it's it's cool to do, but I don't – I mean, it's just something small that we think that we should do, you know, but um, we try to do it. We have fun doing it, and it's cool to give recognition, at least on our platform, right. for what we can do. Yeah. So I appreciate it. It's well, fun. All bets do. Yeah, we got a lot yeah, of submissions now. So We do? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're back stock for a while. Yeah, we got dry, but I think we – well, we started talking about it that we needed more. Yeah, so people good. hooked us up, so thank you for that. Awesome. Well, cool. We'll chip through them all. We, uh, I mean, we're not going to skip one, so if it's in no, there, it's in there. I got them all. Awesome. Uh, let's talk Gillsburg Archery Club. 
Okay. Local business uh, to us. We're from the same realm of same industry in the same area. So kind of the same industry. It's meant to be. Yeah. Bow hunting, it's archery. Not, it's not a business. It's a not-for-profit. So well, we're, not, we're, just, not for we're profit. just trying to float by and keep our building paid for and our lease paid up. So we got places to do it. Well, That's, I think it's still fitting to say support local business. Yes. You know so, what I mean? Yes. If, if, if our local shooters don't support us, then we'll close up and there won't be nothing for nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so Galesburg, if you guys are unfamiliar, we're in New Windsor, Illinois, the the HQ for working class bow hunter. Galesburg is just south of us. I mean. 15 minutes. Yeah. Yep. Right there. The archery club is, yeah, really close. Yeah, like 10 minutes from your house. Yeah. So <laughs> the shoot is it, technically Rio, Illinois, isn't it? Rio. Yep. Is, I would say, is it Rio or Rio? Rio. Rio, Rio Illinois. Um, awesome outdoor course. I'll talk about what I know about the club. And then you guys go into detail because from my perspective, it's a great 30 target, generally 3D course. And and I want to get into that a little bit, too, because I found a lot of listeners when we talk about 3D archery, a lot of people have never shot on a 3D course or are intimidated by it or want to go, but don't know like what clubs are near them or anything like that. But great family friendly course, all ages, all skill levels can go and have a great time. Um I mean that's like it. That's the most basic overview. Yeah, we're there. I'm there to help ninety percent of the time. Bill will help me. Mm. Billiam, William, I got the other ten percent. Ten percent. Yeah. Um, I carry a box that has just about every archery thing you could ever think of that needs it. A portable bow press, mm-hmm. all that stuff. If there's a kid's bow or something that breaks down, if I can fix it, I got the parts. It's fixed. So that's like, awesome. That kid can go back out and shoot. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of your older, your newer bows and stuff, uh, for us adults and stuff like that, something blows up on that, I'm probably not going to be able to fix it. Yeah. Right there. But um, but other than that, if there's something out there for a kid or anything to keep him interested in it, I'm there. So That's awesome, man. I was like, I donate all my time to kids' classes that I teach for free at the indoor range. Then uh, I volunteer for 4-H for Knox oh, awesome. County. So I teach kids all summer long for 4-H mm-hmm. archery. So That's awesome. So the club has an indoor range, which is in town, Galesburg. Yep. And that, how long is, like, the indoor league or shoots go for? Uh, indoor is, if you're a member of the club, you got 24-hour access to the indoor range and the outdoor range. If it's nice, sunny outside, you want to shoot outside, we got 50-yard bag targets outside. Mm-hmm. You can go out there and shoot. Um, indoor range is 35 yards. The you can go, like I said, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, we got brand-new Morel M48 backstops, so it's easy to pull your arrow out. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like I said, you got 24-hour access to the place. Yeah, indoor is cool because a lot of people don't have a spot to shoot at their house, especially yeah. if you live in town. Yep. You know, if you live around Galesburg, Illinois, you can sign up, and if you want to, you get the hankering after season, you're getting cabin fever, you can run right over and yep. and yep. shoot, which is cool. Perfect day to day. It's raining outside. Yeah, you can't shoot even if you have an outdoor range, you go there and go indoors and shoot for a couple hours. Right, and be comfortable and yep. not have wind affect you yep. and all that well, crap. Not only that, if you, I mean, if you're a beginner, started a club. Yeah, I was like, especially an indoor range like we got, mm-hmm. you're not going to lose your arrows. I was like, if you shoot outside, might break one, but you won't lose it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put one into the yeah. ceiling on Put action. Put one into the ceiling or the lights. Yep. So, ceiling how often does that happen? Uh, Not that it's a big had, deal, right? We haven't you. had a light break in a long time. Yeah. We've had a lot. Yeah. We got a couple yeah. ceilings, a couple yeah. high high and low shots. <laughs> a little close but, calls. Some high yeah. draws, huh? 
Nice. Mm-hmm. You Whoops. bounce them off the floor and it goes up. And, yeah, so it, it happens. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. D-loop breaks, you know. I mean, Yeah, that's. Oh, that, no, yeah, that's true. Or your release gives out yeah, and punch yeah. yourself in the well, face. Yeah, like he did. <clears throat> Break your nose. I've seen that happen a lot. No, it hurt, dude. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you're hitting yourself in the face at 70 pounds pretty much or we, more. We were laughing, but. <laughs> right. You idiot. And what's like, it just happens. Air got to happen. Yeah, like just an unexpected face yeah. punch or something. Yeah. 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 It, happened, it happened to Allie on league night. Yeah, her D-loop broke. Her D-loop so. broke, and she, luckily, she when she was drawn, when she was pulling back, it snapped, and she went by her face. I had my, uh, I was, when I lived in Sherrard, I was shooting in my backyard, and I had my D-loop, I don't know what happened, I think the D-loop snapped, like I, it cut, and I was at like three-quarter draw, so I got lucky that I didn't hit myself, but my arrow, I was in town, and my arrow went flying i was like oh my god like i just sent one into the neighbor's like golden retriever or something you know so you're the guy who stuck the fan on the bin huh (laughs) no no, that's not me did that happen somewhere yeah there's a picture where there's a uh, fan spinning on a roof Uh there's an arrow stuck through it no kidding that's hilarious i've seen one with like uh, on a power line yeah i've seen that one too (laughs) no shit kudos to that guy for hitting the power line that big what would have happened what would happen probably nothing right just like, it depends on yeah. if it broke the strands of wire in there or not. So. <laughs> you might have just split them. I mean, yeah, he probably just split it. But yeah, I, I don't I know. I wouldn't want to see the Amarin bill when he gets it. But <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> well, the Meyer, not me. It's the neighbor. I'm a better shot than that. <laughs> so the indoor course, and then the out. Describe yeah. the outdoor course. Um, yeah, outdoor course is 30 targets. Um, we got a couple of tower stands that just like shooting out of a tree stand that yeah, those are shoot awesome. off of platforms. If you want to call them that. Mm-hmm. Um, then basically you just walk a course and it takes about an hour and a half to do our course to uh, get all the way through it. It's mm-hmm. 30 targets, one arrow per target for 10 bucks. I mean, yeah, that's a deal. cheap entertainment. Um, if you don't miss, you're, you know, you can get through the course pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. For, you got to look for arrows in our timber. It's pretty thick back behind the targets. but Makes it fun and realistic and shaded, which is nice. Um, I think there's misconceptions about 3D archery that – it's. I mean, you always hear about the Levi Morgans and stuff, and I think people assume it's like a local tournament, I, no. I, and that's not the case. No, no this no. is you're competing against yourself. I yeah. mean, we go out and we shoot against each other and have a good time. Yeah, but if you come there to shoot, it's you're competing with yourself. You're not you don't competing. even need to keep score. No, no. You know? So don't. Yeah, if you're a first time, I mean, you keep score if you want to, but I prefer you don't. Yeah. Um, go out, just have fun. It's like don't miss the target, and you do not have to shoot at my stakes. Yeah. I was like, if you feel comfortable at shooting 20 to 30 yards, stand in between my stakes. You don't right. have to stand right at the stake and yeah. guess it. I was like, stand where you feel comfortable, shoot the target. Yeah, and then that's how I feel like when we were promoting the shoot and stuff, even still, and it's not anyone's fault. They just don't know. They're like, man, I, I want to go, but I haven't really shot a lot this year, and I, I don't want to get – It's it doesn't matter. Nope. It's not a competition. Like, if you've seen the working-class bow hunter, like, tight-knit circle go through the shoot – we're bare, like we don't even keep score we're like kind of making it fun we're heckling each other just having a good time while the other person's shooting and it's all about really i mean we well, kind of yeah. like when we go together in a crew when it's like at the shoot all of us like we kind of have like friendly wagers when it's just us going through normally but it's we're kind of making fun of each other but we're also encouraging each other too it's like a weird vibe you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you want to yeah. see your buddies do well, but we're going to shit talk them a little bit just to make it You want to see them do well, but not as good as you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. Well, you got to put the pressure on them, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, we, got a, we got a thing that we come up with at the club. It's a skins and everything else. It just looks like a little keychain mm-hmm. and everything else. Well, when we get out on the course, it's like, 
I bet you a skin I'll get a ten. You know, be you know a skin. Else. What and is you it? Pass that back and forth. What it's, is it's, it? It's just like a little keychain. No, it's little, like a little, little plastic tabs you get chain. to put to go to like a gas station. You ring it and you get oh, a discount yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. that, but it's white it's, and it's got the Archery Club logo yep. on it. Oh, so, really? Yeah, we call it a skin and everything else. So you can bet your buddies. It's like all right. It's like you know a skin that I get top score out of all of us by the days over with. Well, and then you can make challenges and stuff while you're out on the range to get the skin, get more skins. Mm-hmm. So yeah. oh god. So what we used to do, we should probably bring this back. We talk about bringing this back all the time. But it's like just life happens and we just don't do – we used to do every single 3D shoot from Morrison to Galesburg and Davenport Valley Archers. And we went through a couple others. But we we had a a shitty Walmart WWE belt (laughs) that we shot for. And we shot for it at every 3D shoot. And then we just like became less consistent with going to all the 3D shoots. When it's like we have kids and get married, and we're doing not the podcast is keeping us busy, which is great. It's a good problems to have, but that's something I sh- we should I should dig it out. That was before my time. That was before you were. <laughs> I, I never got to touch the belt. Yeah, that's where you were full time on the podcast. I probably just keep it though with me the whole time. Maybe I don't know. Well, you got to defend it. You can't just yeah. win it and then put my. I'm the reigning champ. Right. Yeah. Well, what we did was we had like a on the the window at our other studio we had. We had like a uh, dry erase marker on the window. We had a rolling tally for your total 3D score for the year. So we kept track of every – we had all the cards from every club and course we went to, and you had a total like year points. Like That's what's on the window? I'm trying to figure yeah. out what that was. Remember all the writing yeah. and the tallies There's and the numbers? Yeah, that's what that was. And I th- it's honestly, we left it on there for like – Two years before we moved out of yeah. that studio, I bet you it's, they can't even get it off the window. So sorry, whoever bought my old house. What, is, what do these numbers mean? <laughs> but anyway, like it's that fun. Like you make with with three D archery like that, you make it as fun as you right. can make it. Yep, yep. You know, it's all up to you. And, and for people who've never done it, it's golf with a bow. It's frisbee golf with a bow. Yeah, yep. It's yep. essentially the best way to explain it. I think right. <clears throat> Stress reliever it's, for a lot yeah, of people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of guys with traditional equipment just run through and shoot for kill, what they consider yep. a kill shot, and, yeah. and yep. they're on their they're way. Gone. Yep. That's cool. No score. I killed. I'm next target. Which so. is fun. Like, that's a great thing. How do you guys feel? You guys shoot at a lot more targets than we ever will. Like, that's what you guys do all the time. Do you find, do you shoot at dots a lot, or do you find that you ignore score rings when it gets close to season and just shoot? For no, kill? when uh, the indoor range, I actually got dots. I got half inch dots, I got one inch dots. Mm-hmm. And we put them on the targets, and I'll go for 14s. I was right. like, well, you want to go for the 14, you got to hit the dot. Right, like, right. It doesn't matter where the 14 is, you know, that's actually on the vitals yeah, yeah. of the 3D target, because most of them come with a 14. Well, I'll stick that dot somewhere on there where nobody shoots it. Right. And everything in the vital to help tear up that insert more. Because right, you so, can replace yeah, the insert. I can replace the insert. Versus normally a 14 is like, like high, high liver, right? Yep. Yeah. High, yep. So, then the, right. so I just put a dot there. That's smart. So I was like, so it's easier, you know, you get more challenging by putting that half-inch dot out there. It's like, oh, yeah. people are going to go for it. You know Nobody. what I find? And you guys might call me crazy here. When it comes to – and, Doug, I think you and I were sort of on the same page with this last year. I used to just shoot at dots all the way up until – even, like, in the yard, whatever. All the way up until I went hunting with my bow. And I found myself stressing out if I'm shooting at 70 yards and I'm, like, on the right side of the dot, but I'm still touching the dot. I'm like found myself beating myself down mentally because you couldn't put clock hands on it. You know what I mean? And, and 
and that's just me being hard on myself. Well, then I found I shot like right up until the month before season, I would just shoot for good, like long kill shots where I want to put the arrow right. and not worry about the dot. And I found my confidence level in my shooting went through the roof doing it that way than stressing out about being center clock hands on a dot versus being right or left or high or low in the dot. Well, there's a big difference between shooting at 20 yards and 70 yards. Right. Too. I mean, Hell, yeah. I can't you, see a half inch just, dot at 30 yards, yeah. let alone 70. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm talking like like a dot on like a broad force target or yeah. something like yeah. that, you know. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the closer you are to the target, the more forgiveness you got. Of course. Because, mm-hmm. like, the further away it is, the one more little variables. bobble, it, your arrow's off six inches down there. So. <laughs> right. So yeah, I, I just, uh, for me, mentally, I think yeah. I get inside my I'm own head. I'm the same way, too. Like, like you said, at 70, like, you could wobble and, like, is it with me? Oh. Is it with my bow? Yeah. Like, yeah. then you play head games. Yeah, wind it's hits your arrow it. halfway through yeah. the flight yeah. travel yeah. or whatever. But, but it, back to the 3D archery, it's... You make that what you want out of it, pretty much. You can have as much fun. And bring your kids, too, because they can walk all the way up to the damn thing if they're yep. young and, yep. and shoot from wherever yep. they're comfortable. Yeah, I got yeah. a, I this, got a U stake out there that's 15 yards or less. So yeah. But like the stakes are just yep. there for if you want to stay in the competition side of it and yeah. shoot from that stake. Personal and, challenges yeah. and group yeah. challenges. But I mean, we tell them, when we go out and we take other people with us, we're like, if you're not comfortable mm-hmm. where we're shooting, because we usually shoot at the, num- the actual red number yeah. mm-hmm. and for the lane. Well, we all shoot back there, so if we have somebody else that's not comfortable, we're like, go pick a spot and go shoot. Can you guys list off, like, when you go to the course, you see, you'll see you see flags down each target. Yep. The front one, of course, just run the, through, like, the color and the, what they okay. mean. The, when, you, when you're walking through the course, the first thing you're going to see is my numbered stake. When you walk up to target number one, it says number one, and it's red. I was like, that's, our, that's what I call my competition stake. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's 60 yards or less. Okay. Um, then you go to the blue stake, which is the male. It's like then I got a pink stake, which is the ladies. Mm-hmm. I got an orange stake, which is bow hunter, which is thirty five yards or less. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Then I got a yellow stake, which is traditional, twenty five yards or less. Then I got the U stake, which is white, ten or fifteen yards or less. Gotcha. Okay. So and that's listed on the sheet, the score sheets, if I'm correct, right? Nope, it's not on the score. Oh, sheet. I thought it was like no, whatever no, flag. So I just tell them whatever you know. Do what you, know, you want. Pick, yeah, do yeah. what you want. Shoot. You know, it's not like I'm giving away a thousand dollars at the end of the shoot. So, yeah, so, yeah. Just have fun. So have fun. So that's just a reference, so you know, you know. All right, I'm gonna shoot at the blue stake. Well, most of the targets are gonna be fifty yards or less. So. Right, right. And then talk going into that. So our working class bow hunter shoot this year is June twelfth at Galesburg Archery Club. The the course we're talking about. So that being said, same thing applies. Shoot yes. from where you feel comfortable. Have fun. That's, if you want to make it a competition with who your group when you go through, that's on you. Do it, you know? Yeah, there's yeah. no, like, overall winner. Yeah, we're not giving score. money out to the winner of no. you got the high score. Well, yeah, we're not going by best score when we do it. We're just no. going to have fun mm, and exactly. all that other stuff. So. I did get some messages. I've never I've never competed in a 3D shoot. I'm like, well, you don't. It's not, it's not really uh, competing. It's on you, man. Yeah. It's on you, yeah. you know? But you can shoot from wherever you want. Now, that doesn't mean with this – this course, we're going to have some fun with it. Like, we're going to make you laugh when you see a target and challenge you. Like, you might get up and see, oh, man, that target's really hugging a tree. Yeah. Or that fence is in the way, and how do I shoot through that? Yeah. Now, that Why being said, there fence there? if you're uncomfortable <laughs> and you don't want to ruin an arrow, skip the target or yeah, yeah. get closer or move to where you can shoot through it where you right. think well, you're not going to destroy your arrow. But we're going to set it up to that that furthest back stake as that's where you should shoot from, but you don't have to you can shoot from wherever. Yep. So 
know that you know this isn't like total archery challenge where you got a 90 yard mountain goat up and some rocks we don't really have that terrain here yeah but you got a rock climb to get your <laughs> for a midwest like bow hunting 3d course we're going to give you illinois crazy redneck challenges through we can, this 3d we can course. put the little black club cub up on top of a tree way up there yeah. oh man oh geez high high draws all day <laughs> Leaves. Yeah, but it's got to either be on one through five or on yeah. way two through. Yeah, six. somewhere where they're shooting out into the field. Yeah, so. I'm, I guess get I some mean, calls from the farmer later. What well, I like about I, how I get calls from him all the time is like, "Hey, I found a couple arrows out there that you know oh, right no. through the planter." Oh no, shit! Ooh. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah. Well, so. what I like about the way we set up the course is we all kind of go out together. Like, oh, that'd be cool. Let's do this. Like, so it's a collective of a group full of people. So if any target makes you mad, you can just yell at all. Of yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> Take it up with us, I guess. Yeah. yeah. What the hell were they thinking? I was thinking that, it'd be a that, hard shot. Then the only thing you're going to get out of that is like, well, you should have had your ass out here and helped us set the course. Right. Right. <laughs> That's on you, brother. Yep. <laughs> We've been that so, route before, yep. haven't we? <laughs> That's funny. Same four guys doing it every week, every month to set yeah, them up and tear it down. You know, yeah. That's what a lot of people don't understand is like, you know, what keeps a club going. I was like, that is when you got the same four or five guys doing it for four or five years, they get burnt out. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's time for somebody to new to step up, take charge, yeah, run the range. You know, you don't have to do it all and uh, everything, but you know, if you don't join your local club, they're going to shut down. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, they're just going to go bankrupt and, Right. Sell everything and then nobody's going to have nothing. So. Right. Right. And there's not a ton of lo- like local clubs, really. I mean, the Quad Cities, and I, we're more, it's more Galesburg, but Quad City focused. I mean, there's one club on the Iowa side. There's you guys in Galesburg. And there's, Can- there's Canton. Canton. I forget about Canton. Canton. And yeah. Pekin. Oh, Pekin's got one yeah, too. I think Pekin's got yeah. one. And then there's Morrison, which is north away from, the, from where we're at. That's right. quite a ways yeah. north. Um, there used to be more, but they were just more about like Rock River had that one. Oh, they did. Yeah, there was one up there that they had, but it was more about them getting the money for you to shoot and that pay for their lease. Oh, so to, to I shot to, it once and able to keep the place. Yeah. I know Eric normally shoots. He lives in Donahue, Iowa. There's mm-hmm. a it's a mm-hmm. private deal technically. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about? The Donahue yeah. shoot. Yeah, yeah. it's um. Like an invite oh. type, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. kind of a unique setup. They have like a league and shit, but we got kicked out of there several years ago because we shot elite, and that's Hoyt Country. Over there. It, yes, it's well, Hoyt Country. It was well, Hoyt Country. It's, it's well, changing yeah. now. It's that's Matthews. I, I think it done changed. It done changed. Yeah, a little I think bit. it's Matthews. We won't get into that. I'm, they're good people out there, but I, I think they had they made a change. Um, but I mean, we shot out there and. We got called out for shooting elites in Hoyt Country, which I, I I bleed a little bit of Hoyt if you cut me open, I bet. But I grew up shooting Hoyt. <laughs> I, yeah, I started with a Hoyt, but I mean, did you too? Yeah. Oh, no shit. But yeah, I mean, archery is all about fun, man. It's yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the, the course is what you make it, and we're gonna have a riot this year at the shoot. So I have the I have the website pulled up because I want to read off some of this so I didn't forget because last year was the first year. That we did the shoot at your at Galesburg yes, Archery sir, we Club. We teamed together. Yep. Yes, sir. And it, that was like our best shoot. What did you guys far. think? Because we had a meeting over like last yeah, winter. We kept we met four or five different times and everything else. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, we're gonna have a hundred people," and everything else. Like, bring it to me. I was like, "I'll take it." I yeah. Like, I can handle it. No big deal. Yeah. And everything else. We had 142 shooters last year. Yeah. So 143. For, yeah, for, 143. For one day. So yeah, one day, and and that was just shooters who registered. That wasn't yeah. the people who were there with the shooters, just to and hang out, food, yep. and bought merch yep. and all that. Yep, we had, so, and we got to add in this is like, 
COVID just happened at the time. <laughs> yeah. It was getting like, oh, what's going on with this? And then, well, things were just starting to get canceled then. All our trade shows got canceled. Yeah. Yep. And then um, it rained all fucking weekend. So, remember that? Well, well, it like, rained most of the week there before. Yeah. And everything and else. And you was like, well, we're going to have a little it. soupy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. for we the got, record. We got pretty lucky still, though. Yeah. yeah. It did. It ended up doing pretty well. But right. in the morning, I think a lot of people were like, I was going to come out, but I looked at the weather, and yeah. I got this going on instead. Yeah, but I think that was gone by 9. Oh, it cleared yeah. up and it got really nice out. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping all good, but rain or shine, it's we're, we're shooting. Rain or shine. We can yep. shoot in the rain, yep. boys and girls. So, I mean, we had uh, our last shoot last month and everything else started rain Friday afternoon, rain Friday, Saturday. I had one guy following me in the gate. He goes, I drove all the way from here from Canton. I'm shooting it. Yeah. Everything else. He's the only guy I had to shoot. And everything weekend. else all weekend. Oh, really? So, yep. Yeah. And he shot so, the whole course. And he shot the whole course. Good for that guy, yeah, man. So. Wish we knew his name. We'd shout him out for that. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't remember what his name was. Um, so. so let me pull up the, the details here. Um, just so everybody knows, while we're in the middle of talking about it, it's a perfect time to talk about the the shoot. So workingclassbowhunter.com forward slash shoot, S-H-E-W-T, because we're Rednecks 2021. <laughs> uh, Galesburg Archery Club, of course. Big Time is title sponsoring the shoot. Last year, they gave away 70 acres of food plot seed. And it's a lot. And I don't know what, I don't know, dude, people were coming up and I was like, hey, have a bag of food plot seed. Well, I think we were all handing them out. And they're like, oh, how much? Like, well, you registered to shoot. That's for you. So that's, I don't know what he's bringing this year, but I know he's bringing the big, the big, big time trailer and the race tents. That's going to be there. Bringing a race car too, so I can. Around a block. He should bring it. We'll get Joe to bring some crazy stuff. See this wooden fox over here in the corner of the studio, which I'm surprised you weren't like, why do you have that? That's courtesy of Big Time. They they decided we needed that for the studio. Joe on first from He's Big Time. He's keeping an eye on the joint. Look yeah. at him. Yeah. We got to name him. He's going to be our mascot at the new studio. He's going to be like our gatekeeper. Stanley. <laughs> Stanley, huh? It's thrown out there. All right. All right. Um, but anyway, Big Time is title sponsoring. We have um, I have all the information. June twelfth, so uh, Gillsburg Archery Club, twenty four fifty North Knox Road, one fifty East Ryle, Illinois. There's coordinates on the website. Go by the coordinates, not the address. Yep, because yep. you will be lost. Then yeah. if you come up one fifty, if you're leaving north off a of thirty four, going north on one fifty, you're going to see my sign. Says 3D shoot Saturday Sunday. There's a great big arrow right there. Like great big arrow is in like how long is that thing? It's got to be ten foot. It's giant. Yeah, you'll see it. Can't miss it. And if you're coming south, going north, you will. That's the way you will go. Yes. So you're going to come up 150 from Alpha or from Gillsburg. Yeah. You're gonna. That's the first thing you're going to see is that big arrow and yep. And we recommend. So I have. Uh, let's go through the info. $20 registration, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be there at 7 a.m. and you have to stay till 2 p.m. Um, it means you have to be on the court, registered and on the course before 2 p.m. Yep. So if you want to show up at noon and shoot, that's fine. Um, I will tell you, though, we're, what we're going to do this year, I'm going to pick and call people for their prizes throughout the day instead of doing it at the end. So, um, 
just expect, and you don't have to, as long as you registered, you don't have to be there to win this year. So last year you had to be present to win, so you grab your stuff. We're going to have the big time trailer so we can put all the stuff in there and not worry about like somebody snagging it or anything. So when we draw prizes, you have to register to shoot and your name goes in a pot and we'll draw people for prizes from our sponsors. So I'll call you or text you. We'll put your name on it and then you just come get it when you get through the course. Or if you'd already shot and left, you can come back and get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do it that way. And then we're going to have a ton of prizes. We had a ton of prizes last year. Um, so that's what it is. 20 bucks. Be on the course by 2 p.m. between 7 and 2. Um, Concessions available. Yep. We have food quarter, again. Quarter pound hamburgers and quarter pound mm-hmm. hot dogs. Kick ass. So. Kick ass. Uh, alcohol not allowed on the course. I have to say that because we're beer drinking people and all our listeners are beer drinking people. That being said, the after party. We're getting yeah. to that. We're getting to that. <laughs> um, and I mean, come on. It's obvious you can't be drinking beer on a, yeah. on a course. Yeah. Uh, better safe than sorry. Better yeah. safe than sorry. Uh, we've got a cool shoot recap video on the page now. I even have a 3D map where, uh, interactive map where it is. Um, yeah, please use that. After party information. Um, this is the WCB Big Time After Party at Jigs' Tavern in Alexis, Illinois. That's on the page as well. So after party. So we can all go to the tavern, have some, uh, some cold ones and cocktails and hang out and talk about how bad we all at archery. Um, so I have on schedule Clint Casper, Johnny Utah, Billy C. and Emily Shad for appearances. Maybe Kyle Weeder from Whitetail Adrenaline will be there hanging out. Um, right now, uh, locked in sponsors with more more on the way. I'm waiting. Like, literally, there is more than this. Big Time, Scent Crusher, HHA, Elite Archery, Gator Outdoors, Old Barn Taxidermy, Victory Arrows, Can Cooker, Thermoseat, uh, Pull Back and Let Go, and Loophole Optics, to name a few. There's more on the way. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to miss it. Yeah, There's going to no. be a lot of giveaways. I think there might be a bourbon barrel turkey call in the mix. Um, we'll see. This is the month where I start stirring up a lot more partners. I imagine yeah. every one of our partners for the show will be a partner of the oh, show. for sure. So, and I have all the hotel information and all that stuff. So, And uh, if you have questions, there's a form here you can fill out. And yeah, we gave it a lot away uh, last time, but yes. this will be bigger this time. Yes, definitely. 143 registered shooters last year. I would say that the early earlier you get there, probably the better. The more fun you're going to have by the time the day is over with. I yeah. would say, yeah. I mean, why not make a day out of it? That's right. And even then, if you're coming in from out of town, get a hotel in Galesburg. You can come out and shoot and go back to the hotel and then come back out. If you want to shoot again, you have to pay the, the club fee yeah. for targets. Yeah. Which, which, speaking of that, we do have a shoot going on Sunday. So the, the working class bow hunter shoot, is Saturday, then we have our regular shoot on Sunday that mm-hmm. weekend also. So, so yeah, if you want so to come back out yourself. for ten bucks, you can. <laughs> yeah, shoot it again. You, you, you need to come back out and shoot a couple arrows so you can find the seven you missed. And <laughs> come on out, yeah, so. right? Exactly. And then it sounds like we're gonna have so outside, like the entryway and the exit way of the course. There's like a, a practice range. And I yes. think we're gonna set up some yep. novelty shoots, like yep. dollar shoots, and you get a percentage of the pot and old doors. Um, yes. We have a. Uh, can well, we talk about? Sure. Yep. Curly. We're, we're going to talk about it. Yes. We got Curly and Doris. Yep. So Doris, everybody knows and hates Doris, our 3D gold target. Um, she's a bedded gold doe. Gosh, she's a bitch. Such but a bitch. You'll learn about that if you shoot at Doris. But there's a... A new one. A new yeah. one. It's, it is a six-foot-plus buck. So standing buck. Standing buck. <laughs> it's got a eight-by-ten-inch bullseye. 
mm-hmm. and everything else. And we're going to set it out there at 60 plus. Oh boy. And, uh, 60 one of the, plus. Yeah, I like that. The one, the one of the guys come up with this, that's a member of my club on my board and everything else. Well, he had it made, they powder coated it and everything else. So it's, it's going to protect for a while. One the extra mile. <laughs> then, uh, yeah. yep, then, I just uh, rattle then, can door of gold well, on my color. Well then, well, then I've actually put some touches on it too. It's like, I've gave it a white belly, oh. white tail. I mean, it looks like a deer and, uh, everything, but then it's at my house right now. And then he decided to come down the other day with another buddy of ours. That's club member. And, uh, he goes, he goes, I think we need to name this after your dad. And, uh, he goes, did he have any nicknames or anything else like that? Well, Howard Bruce is not something you name. Howard would be pretty after, cool, though, on the buck. <laughs> yeah, but uh, everybody used to call him Curly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, he went by Curly by 90% of his friends. So Yeah. So he's like, well, Curly it is then. So. Well, he'll be laughing when he sees everybody destroying <laughs> arrows on that thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. Very but, cool. Uh, but uh, the part of that is is it's a dollar a shot. You want to spend 10 bucks, 12 bucks, shoot all 12 arrows. It doesn't matter. Um, everyone that you make it through there, we're going to put your name on a little card. At the end of that shoot, we're going to draw out a name. You're going to get half the pot. Quarter of the pot goes to the working class bow hunters. The other quarter stays with the Galesburg Archer Club. That'd be so. beautiful. We'll set up. We'll have to set up like a table there with a tent and. Oh, I got, be a lot I got of people tents feeling cocky table, too. So. We'll make it official. Yeah. We'll put the big time tents right yeah. in there too, so you kind of. Yeah. I, I, we'll probably have that set up where people can come in and like check out all the food yeah. plot seed and whatever yeah. else and uh you gotta make like the statement if you have a gambling addiction call this number <laughs> if you just keep putting money in, it's like jesus man quit <laughs> we'll have to do a disclaimer the next podcast we do about it be like listen we got some people in trouble God forbid you try more than once yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spent a hundred dollars and i lost 11 arrows I'm down to one here's another dollar right well you're done yeah, it's like joe dirt and that guy somewhere in the weeds <laughs> yeah you're just finding people's lives Hey, not a bad idea, but no, we'll have some fun with it. And I think I don't, don't quote me on this. Michael Winicky from uh loophole. I was messed up his last name. I'm kind of just doing it on purpose now, but he's, uh, I think he's going to bring out some loophole stuff so people can play with it and try it out. Maybe we'll see if we can get a couple loophole spotters. Look, you know, watch through them for, for arrows hitting, hitting oh, steel. Yeah. There you go. I'll talk to him. I got to see, I just do this on air and he'll hear it on a podcast and then what call the me. Like, hey, you might want to go over. He's cool. You well, you're, you're going to hear it when it hits the target. Oh yeah. I mean, if you watch the yeah, video but... that we posted on the oh. website, ding. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. The webpage, it's me hitting Doris at like, it was like 80 yards and it's Put windy in the center anyway. Yeah. There's about 10 people. <laughs> oh people yeah. Hit it. That's part of fun. He brings a spotting scope out. I got that, uh, Tacticam spotter LR. Oh yeah. There you we go. We can mount that on their video. You can zoom oh, right in on the hole. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah that's happening. Record that. What I could do, uh, our buddy Wade Kemp from, uh, Texas is going to come up and film all day. And I think Jordan Johnson from combination creative, the guy who made this video, which you didn't see the video. We'll show you after the show, but he, uh, because I was late, somebody didn't tell me what time or where to be. Well, I'm, my bad. You're right. old enough. <laughs> hey, phone works both ways, brother. <laughs> Billiam. Hey, you're here now. You're here now. <laughs> but uh, maybe we could get the drone flying, like, near uh, the target. Right hovering above oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Hit a drone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you win the pot at that. <laughs> you have people aiming at his drone. His expensive. The pot just has to go to Jordan. <laughs> but that's what that's what's fun about it is that just fun little wager competitions and stuff like that. That's what makes it motivating and fun, and you're getting better without mm-hmm. knowing you're getting better. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. so that's that's a beautiful thing about it. Like, it's just a good time. Yeah, the only person you ever got to beat on a 3D shoot yourself. I was like, yeah. I mean, 
if you think you're going to go out there and win the $20,000 jackpot that Levi Morgan just put in your pocket, yeah, you better practice more than what he does because yeah. that's why he's doing it. So. This, yeah. this, I mean, you could still – if that's what you do, you'd still have fun here, but – Oh, yeah. You know yeah. – we might not be your crowd. <laughs> no, yeah, but you can shoot a perfect score the, and we'll be like, it's all about the shooter, not the yeah. equipment. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. 100%. And two, even a lot of guys probably come through and unknown yardage and just go through for themselves to practice for some of their yep. big tournaments that they do. Yep. I mean, that's yep. just part of the fun, part yeah, of the game. There, you know, there's a lot of your ASA state qualifiers and stuff like that. Well, them guys come to our local 3D shoots because it's different. Yeah. It's like it's not Mix set it up. up you know, perfectly crystal clear shooting range and everything else. There's a little bit more of a challenge. So it makes yeah. it easier for them to practice on our course and then go to these tournaments. Right. Right. So that way they do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It, dude, it's so much fun. It really is. If you've never been, and if this, I mean, if the shoot's going to be your first one, that's a good one to go. Cause the atmosphere yeah. is there. Like yep. the community feel, the fun atmosphere, the lighthearted atmosphere is all there. And yeah, don't think about your score. Just have fun. Yeah, yeah never yeah. be afraid to ask questions while you're there. Yeah. There's a ton of knowledge there. That's the thing, too, is I think people are intimidated usually. I mean, a big group of people in a community you're unfamiliar with if you've never been. But the bow hunting and archery community is the best community to approach that way. And a good example of that is last year, Shad Vanati from – he's doesn't work. We always lump him in with Big Time because he's do. Joe's buddy. Right. But he was there representing Big Time last yep. year, and he brought a bunch of these traditional bows. Everybody that came in, hey, you want to try and shoot one? And people, you know, nah, nah, I'm good. I'd like to, but I'm okay. Why? Let's go shoot it right now. It's fun. And then he gives, he had like a group of people shooting traditional archery, mm-hmm. yep. and he didn't care if he missed. Shoot them. Yeah. We'll go. Yeah. We'll find the arrows. It's no big yeah. deal. So he'll be there again doing the same thing. I'm sure. So that'll be really cool. Good. I mean, that's what it's about, you know, right. come out and, I mean, there'll be bows there to try. A bunch of guys showed up with traditional equipment and Shad was all over them talking oh, to yeah. them and kind of, it was just, it's just cool. Like the community that it gets involved with bow hunting really is where it roots. Yeah. Comes. And don't feel rushed either. Just, you know, yeah. Have fun. Enjoy it out yeah. there. And yeah. It's cool, man. It's, it's a good, it's good vibes. That's what I like about it. The best, like everyone's there just, to, we're all there for the same thing. Right. Have fun and shoot yeah. your bow, man. So yeah. it's nice to meet different people and. Everything else, like all people from Pennsylvania stuff, to come out last year. That's crazy. Huh? Yeah. Georgia, we had a bunch of yeah. Georgia, and Tennessee. Yeah. Did you, do we have anybody? Everybody from each state, or no? Do you know for sure? Um, we'll have to keep a tally. We'll have to get like a map and do like yeah. an X. Put on a, each state. Yeah, put Just like a put, pin on it. Yeah, where are you at? We had Connecticut, Connecticut, PA, Virginia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Missouri, Iowa, Nebraska, Indiana, Ohio. West Virginia. Kentucky, West Virginia. Um, Georgia said that already. I don't know if we had any Florida. I don't think so. We had an Alabama. Uh, that's I think crazy. That's, I mean, that's yeah, getting in yeah. the wheelhouse oh, there. yeah, it is. Pretty yeah. damn good. So, I don't know. We'll see this year. Um, we kind of need. We yeah. should get a map and just we'll check. get a map and check it off. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I mean, mostly Midwest, of course. But, uh, yeah, I mean, shout out to you guys that are planning on making trips. A lot of guys are like, hey, I'm coming out. It's like my bachelor party. You know, come out, shoot the boys, and then go to the after party afterwards, you know? So, yeah. it's pretty cool. But I don't know. It's it's mind-blowing that people come from all over like that. Right? Yeah. It's cool. I, was, I was tickled to death last year. That I was worried that you guys might be like, fuck these guys. No, yeah. no, no, <laughs> no not, not worth not it. Not with COVID. I didn't know. I was like, 
Nope, they ain't going to bother me none at all. Let's, yeah. have, let's, let's do it. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's have so, fun. Yeah. COVID what? <laughs> yeah, COVID yeah. what? Yeah. And that's, Never heard of her. That's the thing, too, is at the end of the shoot, I was like, what, what do you think? Let's do it again next year. I'm like, yeah. that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. <laughs> easy, so, easy, man. Yeah. It was easy. Yeah. It was just we were all on the same oh, yeah. page on everything, yeah. on planning. and just, It's always easy when you're doing yeah. something you love. That's yeah. true, you, yeah. know? It, you know. There wasn't any like, well, we can't do this or this and this. It was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Let's do it, man. So – I appreciate you guys big time for letting us host there. And um, it's great that we can help each other out and, yep, you know, no problem. made so, a bunch of new friends in the I'm process. Right. Yeah, and exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. And then, I mean, yeah, everybody got along great. And there, yeah. there literally was no hiccups. No, no. Nope. It was smooth. So, yeah. Was yeah. everybody else in the club? Cool with everybody, it and everything. Everybody yeah. in our club was happy. Good, so, good. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was hoping it would be like, yeah, those guys are no. idiots. Nope. <laughs> so, no. nope, that was it. Uh, went over a lot smoother than I thought it was going to. That's know, good, especially for having that many people. Yeah, and everything yeah. else and trying to get shit rocking and rolling right off the bat. I was nervous because yeah. I did, you, you don't always know how many people are going to show up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And before we always had it on someone's private ground which is always scary because well, then you have to limit it to registration and we didn't have 30 targets and so this was just great it works for both of us like you know we can support the club people can have fun and yeah. i don't have to worry about like capacity yeah. of having too many people at my buddy's house oh exactly yeah so, and then yeah, you know what i mean pissing I mean, off we, a neighbor or whatever i was like i've had 200 shooters out there in one day so mm-hmm. it's no you know Right. No big deal. We do our big hog roast at the end of the year and everything. If you want to come back for that, you're more than welcome. Um, everything is the second weekend of September, mm-hmm. but it's a uh, 60 shots, um, two arrows per target. Uh, some of them I do double up targets. So you don't, you know, so you're not shooting two arrows at the same target. Yeah. But, uh, that's 15 bucks and it includes your food. So all you got to do is buy a soda. It's pretty kick-ass. It's like, if you leave there hungry, that's your problem. It's your fault. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, we took that pig all night and everything else right on the grill so. that's awesome i've always wanted to do that that shoot i'm gone every year yeah. like i'll be in wyoming this year on that antelope the last two years but that i've always wanted to do that because it's my birthday weekend yeah so i want to go out and shoot my bow until my arm hurts <laughs> stuff my belly until i can't anymore and then go I drink got, until i can't walk i got a few guys that shoot half of it one day <laughs> turn around to come back on sunday and shoot the other half and Pay a little extra money and get some more food. There you go. So, okay. That's a pretty so, good idea, yeah. actually. That's thinking ahead That's a little bit. So, you don't burn yourself out and you're there to relax yeah. and have yeah. a good time. So. It's such a good thing. Like, I'm so excited, man, when it's, it's – I'm in the awkward stage of running the podcast, of course, having a two-year-old, another one on the way. <laughs> but it's like I'm not far from out. Like, time with my kids is going to be – I mean, right there, it's ten minutes. You know, when Isla May can shoot her own little bow and – I mean, even to the point where she can just sling an arrow at the target. Yeah. Then we're in. We're good, you know. So, I mean, it's it's not that far out, really. No, not at all. If you think about it. I mean, she'll be doing it in the backyard here before too long. So. Yeah, I let most of my kids in my kids' class is like, you know, fling it. I was like, yeah. I can't, you know. I was like, let's get the repetition part of it down right. before I worry about telling you, you need to anchor this yeah, way. Yeah, right. And everything else. Let that arrow fly. It's like, just let it go. Just so, send it. Yeah, yep, have fun. Send it, yep. I think that is important. What I mean, that's a good thing to talk about here. Like, what is a good age to probably start thinking about? I guess it depends on the individual, right? <laughs> it de- yeah, it does. It does depend on the individual and everything else. I usually try at five. 
Okay. Like I can keep their attention span a little bit longer. Yeah. They kind of get what's going else. on. They and... get what's going on and everything else and they'll comprehend, you know, mm-hmm. as I'm trying to explain it a little bit. Yeah. Then I try to, I always got to step back and say, all right, it's like, I'm not talking to an 18 year old. I'm talking to a five year old. Yeah. It's like, I was like, I got to rethink how I'm trying to train them. Right. And it can't yeah, all be perfect because yeah, they don't have like the, the motor skills aren't like said, yes. I don't know if that's yep. the right so. analogy there, but yeah, it's different. Like you're not going to have them anchor and with yeah. a back to, you know what I mean? Just yeah. get them, yep. get them where they, they're close. I'm assuming. And I can try to get them close and everything else. Then I'll adjust their sights and stuff to get them yeah, you yeah. Know, in the bullseye. I was like, I tell all the kids is like, I don't care where your arrow hits. I was like, I need you to hold it the same way. Every time put that pin right on the bullseye. I was like, if you got all five arrows six foot over here, I was like, I'll make that adjustment. We'll get you closer. Right. And I was like, don't worry about that. I was right. Like, That'll come later. I was like, let's get a group, you know, eight inches round. Right. Right. Like, then focus on the basics focus. first. Yeah. 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 Yep. And then so, you're in the money there. Yep. It's yep. so, a good idea. Yeah. What had, that's like with all my 4-H kids is like I started them all out at 10 yards, even my kid and everything else. I was like, we're going back 10 yards. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, everybody's going to learn the basics right off the bat. First two weeks. Yeah. And everything else is like, I want all five arrows in the two inch circle. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets them in that. You're moving back to 20. Well, last weekend we had our thing. I had four kids. All of them were in the 20. My boy was one of them and everything else. Like, all right, you're all going he back to 20 yards. So, yeah. <laughs> he got lucky. I think he got lucky. Bill, Bill kind of pressured him a little bit and everything else. And he was shooting faster than what he normally does. And I'm not kidding you. All five of them are right there. Good so, test. Yeah. It's like you kind of get promoted to the next 10 yards. Type yeah, deal. So. That's funny. But I'm trying to get, these kids are old enough. I can take them to state this year, which is right. over in Pekin. They do all the 4-H stuff for the state. So what does that mean so, for the state? Like it's like the tournament? It's a tournament, tournament thing for all the kids that are in for the 4-H program. Oh, really? So they can go around and and uh, see how they do over there. They take all the scores and everything else, and then they move them up to the next level, which we might go to Nebraska or somewhere, wherever they're having mm-hmm. the next competition thing. I could take the kids that way. Oh, cool. And go to do that. That is cool. So, it's 4-H. I was never in 4-H. I don't even. I'm sure they had one when I was young. Is it just like an outdoor kids in the outdoors type program? It's. A, it's uh, we actually have shooting sports. There's shotgun, pistol, oh, no uh, air rifle, and then shotgun um, oh, and archery. So no um, kid. The shotgun is. Yeah. There. Yeah. So is the, that something through like the school or is that like an no, outside thing? It's, you an outside, sign it's an outside program. So. No kidding. So yep, what's like the area it. for like like the 4-H? Like is it like Knox County? It does Knox County, uh, Warren County, Mercer County. Well, it's actually every county in the one. state and everything else, but it all depends on which uh, program you want to be in. Oh, really? Well, what what like category? Like I cut, yeah, because I got a couple kids that come over or coming over from Mercer County mm-hmm. to shoot with us. To oh, do yeah. Archery, so. No kidding. Well, hell. That's good to know because That's what we got going on right now is our four H archery yep. twice twice a month twice on Sundays. There's a lot of kids. Oh really? Yep. It got, varies. Yeah. It depends. You know, this time of year people are finally starting to say, Yeah, we're doing what we want to do yeah. or not. Yeah. yeah. But we've had what was I've had forty some kids in my oh, kids man. class. Then I've had up to thirty seven in my four H class at one time. No so, kidding. Yep. What's the age limit for the kids class? Eight uh Anywhere from five to eighteen in my kids' class, and that's usually the starts the first weekend in February. Oh, right, okay, and everything. And I do that for six weeks. It's like I know the weather's bad, stuff aren't. You know, we live in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, Never so know. So if it's a snow day, and it's twenty bucks per kid, and everything else, we have a snow day. I'm making it up. 
It's mm-hmm. like, I'm not shorting the kids. Right. It's not $20 per class. That's $20 for the six weeks, period. Right, right. So That's not, awesome, so, man. And, it's, you know, it's all my time and everything else to help you with the kids. And a lot of people, they get it, their kids, see if they want to do it, which I got training bows, the Genesis bows to yeah. train. And then if you want to go out and buy your kid a bow, I'll help you set it up. Yeah. And everything else. I was like, we'll do the peep sights, get it all tuned, get it set up. How many of those Genesis bows do you have? There is... What, 18? Yeah, there's about 18, 18 of, them. of them. And there's different ones. Yeah. We actually have some that are the I got the, the mini bows. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we got a couple of mini. Because, of course, so, we got a couple of kids that are about this tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let me throw this out there. Yeah, so That's a big age range. One yeah, of our yeah. partners uh, owns Gator Outdoors, Wade Borman. He mm-hmm. want, he talked. He's like, and I forgot. I forget about it. He's like, hey, I wanted to. Maybe I can get a hold of some Genesis bows and bring them out for kids that want to try shooting at, like, just a bail at 10 yards at, like, in the practice yeah. area. So I don't know if that's an idea. Maybe we could bring some of them out. Just bring them out. I'll bring them out. Yeah, I mean, it might not hurt. It's already done. They'll, they'll well, be there. There you go. So if you have a kid who's never shot and wants to try one, yep. we could set them up. I got arrows, and they'll be ready yep. to go. Cool. There it is. Perfect. Done deal. Yep. So I'll wait. I'll be happy to hear that then. Yeah, it'd be kind of a cool thing. If you have a young kid that wants to – I might just go with you to walk around the course and yeah. hang out. Maybe they can try and shoot a few arrows and see if it's yep. something they'd want to get into or – I don't know. It doesn't hurt to have them because no. you could turn one yes. more person into a, a hunter yeah, or yeah, an archer. Exactly. And, and the thing is, those those Genesis, anybody can shoot it. Yeah. So if you're this big or you're this big, anybody can shoot that Genesis. No we had a girl Sunday. The boys, yeah. their cousins, yeah. they shoot yeah. in our class. They've been shooting yeah. for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she wanted to shoot. And all the parents always ask us, well, can she shoot? And I'm like, yeah, not a problem. We aren't going to tell a kid no. Yeah. Yeah. So I went in there and I told her, I said, you want to shoot? She's like, yeah. So I went in and I got one of the baby Genesis out. And I yeah. said, look at that. It's almost as tall as you. Yeah. <laughs> no, she ended up, I took her down there and let her shoot a couple arrows. She she had a grin from ear to ear. That's said, awesome, Come back man. next so. next time. We'll do it again. That's cool. Yeah. See, it's it, I think people are just reluctant to try it. It's an intimidating thing, but it right. doesn't have to be, you know, no. especially with that attitude. Like, just try it. It's not yeah. a big deal. That's what I thought was so cool about Shad with people wanting to shoot the traditional right. stuff. Well, they're kind of like, you can tell they want to, but they don't want to be like, yeah, let me shoot your arrows. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what's the big deal? So what if you miss? We can buy more. Yeah. We buy more. We'll find the ones we lost. Yeah, it's fine. Because he has a bow. He calls it Gramps. It was made with his grandfather's ashes in it somehow. I don't know how. I don't know either. He's explained it on a on another podcast, yeah. but it's been a while. And I felt bad. He's like, shoot it. I'm like, I don't know, man. It's like, yeah, I, that's a personal thing. Right. Well, shoot it. That's what this is for. He'd want you to shoot it. I'm like, well, that's a, okay. I get it. So, right. but he, like that bow, I thought would be like the don't touch this bow. Right. No, he's, he's encouraging yeah. strangers to shoot it. Which is cool. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so it just shows it you like. cool, but I'd be, I'd be awful heartbroken if I did something and it broke. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just start thinking that. about that. that. That's why a lot of people are skittish. Like you say, yeah. it's got his grandpa's ashes in it. Yeah, which is cool. I didn't know they could do that, which is really cool. But uh, I'm sure he's going to bring more this year. He'll have a fleet, man. We went oh, to yeah. his house. That guy's got so many. <laughs> he's got so many. He's got so many bows. He's just. That guy, I mean, I know you guys all got along with him and talked to him, yeah. but he, that guy's so passionate about everything he does. Like, it's it's addicting. And you're going to hang out with him this weekend, Doug. Mm-hmm. Him, hanging out with him and Joe Humphreys on the Big Time Farm in Indiana. Yeah. So well, good luck. Thank you. Good luck. Turkey's been kicking our asses at working class, man. Lately, so. I'm one for three so far. I got two more weeks to go. Yeah. We killed They've been one. hanging up on good. us. Now we, uh, the thing was, my buddy owns the property, and he hasn't hunted turkeys in a long time. Usually something comes up, whatever. I said, Friday's your day. 
I'm going to be your guide. I'm going to call. I got the decoys. You just show up with the gun and the camel. Mm-hmm. I even gave him my bullets because he didn't have any. <laughs> so we went, it twists my arm, don't yeah. you? <laughs> guide, guide Billiam. <laughs> guide Billiam. So I went, we went out there. I said, it's all on you. I said, if it comes in, shoot it. I don't care. He yeah. goes, well, if it comes over that hill by you, shoot it. I said, no, I won't. This is yours. Daddy's yeah. not hunting right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, you know, we stayed till seven where I first sat up, and we had a little bit of calling, not much major. So I'm like, come on. So I grabbed the decoys, and we went up. He goes, where are we going? I said, I want to go check the field. Mm-hmm. Dude, we walked out in the field. There was 10 birds in the field. No shit. Oh, man. Not one of them bastards made a noise. Really? They were all Dude, quiet. Dude, none of my birds have been talking either. Yeah. It's like, and I, I got to have birds talking. Otherwise, I'm just not interested. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know they're there. I know where they're at. Yeah. And they come out there. And so we sat up. He goes, what do you want me to do? I said, sit by that tree right there. You can see the whole field. So yeah. if they come down, take one. Yeah. And it took us probably 45 minutes to an hour. And I finally coaxed three Jakes to come down to us. And they got within range. And he's like, okay, they're coming. You take the left. I'll take the middle. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, not a problem. He said, but you got to wait till I say now. Because uh-huh. I had a brush pile. They had to come around before yeah. I can get a shot. So we're all, I got the cameras up, you know, on my gun. I got it up. And I'm watching. I'm like, okay. Okay, no, no, now. Boom! Stood up. We picked him up and took him. And he did what he needed to do with his bird, his two birds. Yeah. So, ten birds running around there, and the one was with the hen, and he wasn't leaving her for nothing. No kidding. So, it was a pretty cool experience. Well, yeah, one. better luck than we've had, man. It's uh, I had birds hang up on me, shut up when they hit the ground. I had a hen come in the decoys and yelp in my face and wouldn't bring the toms in. And then, Doug, I mean, you've had... Dude, I, I mean, they're they're talking and everything. They come onto the field and then they see. I've been. I've tried three different decoys. They just don't come in. They get. I had one at sixty five yards. Uh, was it t- yesterday morning? And I, I flung an arrow at him and I hit him, but I never found him. You got to hit turkeys perfect. With yeah, with a bow. With a bow. No, with a bow. I sent it. I was so pissed at him. I love how you have no shame in your game. No, I'm gonna say how it is. You know, fuck him. <laughs> Let it fly. <laughs> All right. I got some loppers at the house. You want them? <laughs> Same for the head. Yeah. yeah. Here's Doug's turkey update of the week, and yeah. that is? I was going to say it, but you know what? I did it. <laughs> Fuck them. That's a, if I, I would have been just a little higher, it would have been done. That's what we're going to start doing during turkey season is Doug's turkey update of the week, and it'll just be like a, a, just a quick statement. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> there it is. You heard it here first. <laughs> Doug's turkey statement. That's of all the I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Better than Eric. So Eric, he's a... Uh, could make it tonight, but Eric hates birds. Like he don't hate them really, but he hates. Like he's not interested in hunting them. He I'm hate, the same way. He, I'll, I'll join his club. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, a lot of people I'll, are joining I'll, his I'll club. I'll go 3D shooting. <laughs> right, right. His is oh. his is the F Turkeys Club, and and I get it. It's kind of a. It's I don't know how much he actually hates them, but it's kind of turned into he's a. Start, he's starting to get a gathering. He's starting to what? Yeah, he's, he's getting he's, a gathering of people. He's got to join the team. Yeah. F Turkeys Colt. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because we'll get messages on Instagram like, hey, by the way, I'm on Team Eric when it comes to turkeys. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fair. I get it. You know? If, you did, if turkeys had antlers, boy, oh, boy, it'd be different. I don't know. The more and more I, I hunt turkeys, the more I like hunting them than deer. I'm right? not yeah. there yet, but I'm I will not a say. guy, so. You're not wrong there. You know. Yeah. I, I'm. The more I hunt turkeys, the more I like it. Have you reaped one yet? I haven't reaped one. I decapped one, though. Well, I saw that decap. And I, but have you? But have you? Re, you, you need to try reaping. I don't right? hunt them with a gun, though. Don't matter. Try it once. I could try it with a bow. You I've can re- reap them with a bow. I, we yeah. we did it in uh, Iowa. You probably need a big ass fan to get behind, like one of them umbrellas. Can you do it with a? See that? Yeah. Just get. 
hide behind a regular fan, huh? I'm a, we went to uh, Watatcam as a team leader. We went down to Missouri. Mm-hmm. Jeff took all the team leaders and said, come on, we're going to turkey camp. Mm-hmm. That was my first experience reaping with them guys. And I was with Jeremy McCarty. Mm-hmm. You know him? I don't know. What? He's a big turkey. Je- What's Jeff's last name? Peel. Yeah, we had him on the podcast yeah, before. Yeah, Jeff Peel. Mm-hmm. Well, he took us down there as team leaders. Well, we went down there. It had Jeremy McCarty, mm-hmm. me, and another guy, another team leader, Scott Craig. Mm-hmm. And we were behind a fan like that. No three kidding. of us and we had two two toms around the corner and i'm like they're down there jeremy he's like so hold on he gets out of the blind goes out there and he's doing his little thing nope they're not coming he's like come on and we walk down the field and we walk about half and then we get down on our knees and we kneel little ways and then we're on our bellies crawling a little way yeah and we get right to the corner and he takes that fan and he takes it out there and torments him and stuff and puts it down and he goes here they come and he grabs both of us and goes Whoosh. i mean we're all I could have been in the side up. pocket. <laughs> yeah. That's how close we were. And they finally come around, and the first one struts, the second one puffs up. He's like, can you take him? I'm like, yeah. Scott's like, yeah. He goes, kill him. <laughs> Boom. With with guns? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah well, I've done it once with a gun. We could try it once. We got that, uh, the grind, like, uh, it's called the Reaper. Yeah. We could try, dude, we should try that during Turkey Palooza. I should have tried that this weekend. I got one in the van, or in my truck. <laughs> A, a fan, yeah. Well, we have one that's a. It's so we're partnered with not the, the turkey fan. I got an actual. They call it the Reaper. Yeah, it, and it's. I got a my Missouri bird. I killed uh-huh. on that hunt with Jeremy. I took the fan. We did it in Iowa because we went up there, so the rest of the guys in Iowa could yeah. do turkeys. I took it out, got it clean, and then he took take Bondo on the fan, the yeah. butt part, hold it, and get place. it hard. And then you take that Reaper piece with the natural looking head and put it on there. It's probably the same thing that we have. It's it's the same thing. You can, yeah, yeah, it comes with an artificial thing. fan, or you can yep. put your own in it. Yep. So I have that, that fan for my decap birds. I'm probably gonna yeah. I, I, I got need, one too. I need to get it thawed out. I just threw it in the freezer and get it ready for the for Turkey Palooza next mm-hmm. weekend. If you need a, if you need a special any fans, let me know. There's about six in my freezer. <laughs> you got them ready. I got one in the freezer. I They're just not ready. Get... They're just in there. I I always cut my. I've learned that once you do a bird and you do the fan and you get the wings hanging down, it takes up a lot of room. In oh, it does. It's, yeah, dude. I, I have four of them like that right now, and two are not mine. Two are my wife's. Yeah. We uh, I took her to Kansas on a veterans hunt. She won. Uh, I put her in, mm-hmm. and she killed two down there. Tom and a Jake. Well, her brother took and took the fans, put them. You know. Touching each other, one up, one down. Yeah. And then took a couple wings, put them on them, and got all their legs oh, and cool. all their bullets and their beards on it. That's cool. That takes up my whole whole wall on the entryway coming in. <laughs> See, I have th- that fan on the ground, that mm-hmm. fan, and I have another fan in my living room. And then I have the fan in the freezer, and I have two full turkey mounts. And I'm there's no more turkey mounts unless I kill a Merriam than I'm going to do. I like the hanging dead mounts. I think they're just sweet looking. So if I kill a Merriam, I might do that. So I might try and go to South Dakota and kill a Merriam next year. Maybe yeah. we should do that. I got about eight fans in my basement. It's too much. On top of each other. It's too much. Yeah, dude. They're I all got, the same. Like you said, you run out of room real fast. Yeah. I got my first bird I ever killed mm-hmm. by myself, never called, never know. I didn't know what I was doing, so I just went out to my buddy's place, and he goes, go sit in that corner. You know they'll come out there. I said, okay. I had to, had to hand decoy out there, and he did come out. Mm-hmm. Called him in by himself and all that, killed him. He, I got him, you know, not mounted, but I got a fan and the wings and all that. For yeah. My brother-in-law did it again. And I have uh, another Jake I killed at his place. Just memory stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had it one done. Well, I actually yeah. shot one last year. It was uh, 25.6 pounds, 10 and a half inch beard, and inch and a quarter spurs. He's getting mounted. That's a hog. <laughs> yeah. He's getting mounted, That's buddy. a hog. What <laughs> Full is, strut. What was that long? So Chandler has a ton of spurs. 
He has those one that have like daggers on them. I can't remember yeah. what they were. They're Massive. almost. I think he said they're almost two inches. It's it looks fake. That's how big they are. Yeah, I've seen some coming up. There was uh, one of the Facebook posts I was watching. A guy said he almost had two inch spikes on his or spurs. If, like, have you ever seen the spurs on an oscillated turkey from Mexico? They're mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, like they don't really have beards, but their spurs are like. At all. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can pull one up. Like the blue heads, like with the yeah. yellow dots, like yeah. ugly looking. Our buddy Sean look like a freaking peacock. One. Yeah, <laughs> a turkey peacock is what they look like. Do you see the one on Facebook with the four, four spurs? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, he has two. You know, the they're probably spurred. yeah. I've never seen one of those. I've never seen on Facebook, but, but I, yeah, the one on the other day. That's insane. And he's got like two little ones about that big right underneath them. I was like, dude, I've How never does that seen even that. Happen? I don't know. We'll look at the ones with the beards. Yeah. Well, I got seven beards. I'm yeah. like, what? What's yeah, my cousin, bird, my cousin, yeah, my cousin <laughs> shot on seven beards one time. I was like, what the hell? Jeez. It was Osceola. How do you spell oscillated? O-S-C-E-L-A-T-E. I saw one, too. Uh, D. Garrett, Garrett, <laughs> Garrett, you better throw the D on the end. Yeah. I don't want to confuse you. I got it on it. Garrett Godwin sent me one, too. Some kid shot his first turkey, and it had some hooks, like Here, monsters. I don't know if you guys can see the screen. Well, God, that looks like a peacock. Yeah, that's, that's an oscillated turkey. See the spurs? See the spurs are huge. Yeah. Holy moly. There, yeah, it is. It is kind of like a peacock. But look, here's the. Uh, that spurs them two and a half inches long. Jeez. I think that's normal too. Yeah. Um, right. Well, it, they don't have anything to defend themselves yeah. over there, so they got to have them. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find another picture. They're freaking cool, man. They're cool looking birds for sure. They were at the, um, the Illinois uh, Deer and Classic that one year when you walk in the front. Remember. I don't know if you remember yeah, they had like the I, turkey display yeah, yeah, out there, had, yeah. All, and they had the Miriam, the Easterns, and all that. My, oscillated. Our buddy went, we did a podcast on it. He went down in Mexico somewhere. His old man always goes hunting like these crazy exotic places. He's a, his, his dad's a gynecologist, uh, which is hilarious <laughs> um, and awesome. But he, <laughs> I guess, but he goes on all these crazy hunts and like he he's not really, he sold his practice or whatever. So he's like, just has fun with, exactly. you know, with his hard work and goes on these cool hunts so he's like every now and then i get to tag along and he goes my dad invited me down to go to mexico and he goes it's something i never thought about doing and said he went and said it was a riot so the guys down there the guides were great and just made it up like just crazy food for him in camp and it's a pretty cool podcast probably was it last spring or the spring before i can't remember he just got the mountain back yeah like within the last five days it's beautiful Hmm. absolutely beautiful speaking of which if you kill where are you getting that turkey mountain from last year? Yeah. Uh, is it already at the taxidermist? Yeah. Man, old Barn Taxidermy is where you got to go next. Uh, if you would have told me that last year, I would have given it to him, <laughs> but it's somewhere else and it's supposed to be done soon. All right. All right. Well, next time, Old Barn Taxidermy, there are boys, boys and girls out there. They're the, the jam. Yeah, they got going on. Yeah. And uh, by the way, if anybody kills a bird and you're not going to mount it, but a head or anything like that, Sam needs. Here, I have it right here. Old Barn Taxidermy, uh, turkey parts. Uh, if you bring in a head, he'll give you an old barn t-shirt cause it, he, he needs parts. So if like a kid shot a Turkey and wants it mounted and the head's destroyed on it from getting shot, he can use Turkey parts from other turkeys to fix it and make them out how it should look. Wish I would known um, that Friday. Full bird. He'll give you <laughs> for a full bird. If you drop a full bird off 30 bucks or he'll give you a hoodie. Um, but nine ninety five a full mount with a limb or a standing base. Depends if you get it up on the wall or whatever, but. For a full mount turkey at an old barn taxidermy quality, that's a hell of a deal. So, for anybody out there, 
making Play-Doh snakes, thinking about that big yeah. turkey. There we go. So, what else, boys? We miss anything about the club or anything like that? I don't. I think we covered quite a bit. What do you think? First podcast you guys have done? I'm first assuming. Po- first podcast. First podcast. Yeah. First. First yeah. one. Yeah. Do you hate it? Would you ever do it again? I'll do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're gonna get in their trucks and leave like fucking idiots. <laughs> Cancel oh, the no. shoot. Shoots canceled. Shoots canceled. <laughs> the first ten minutes was a little shaky, but yeah. I mean, other than that, it's nah. Like, nah. Just having a conversation. Yeah. With yeah. Expensive right. mics shoved but in it, your face. Yeah. You go right back to talking about shooting archery. Yeah. First time you shot archery, you're kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. Same with me. Yeah. First time we come on a podcast. Um, do I call? Do I show up? Show up? LOL. <laughs> yeah. I know what that means. But yeah, right. Here we are. We're just oh. having a good old time. All good. It's well, like going to your first 3D shoot. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. all nervous, oh, and then yeah. it's just yep. it's nothing. You're just talking, yeah. shooting, talking. Yeah. It's, uh, when we get our new studio all finished up, it's all in the works. We'll have, to have you guys come back and get the full studio experience and all that. I mean, this is, this is what it's been for... I mean, we've been doing this for just over six years, so four hundred and forty-five is your guys' episode number. Good, so sweet. It's uh, we got a lot of a lot of podcasts to do and a lot of work ahead of us here. But I mean, we're not burned out at all. We love doing it. I mean, we love it, so it's easy to talk about it. I say I listen to it. I'm at work ninety percent of the time. So I'm sorry, man, but I appreciate that. <laughs> we try. So, I got I got to do something when I'm there with a couple of the other guys I'm just working with, and yeah. I don't want to listen to them anymore. So. No, yeah. <laughs> I found like I listen to podcasts. I don't really listen to a lot of hunting podcasts, but I find I listen a lot like on the way to work in the morning because it gets my brain moving. Yeah, it gets yeah. me like thinking and gets me like warmed up. I got a forty-five minute drive to work, so yeah, I I'm too that. busy worried about what I'm going to be doing at work. To yeah, what it's like, and I usually try to make my hard stuff do it first, and then then the coast through the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. see, I'm different. I guess I, I'm I'm kind of being sarcastic, but I just don't think about work until I get there, and I'm like, all right, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting to check my emails. No, hey, Doug, Doug puts a sweater on when it's ninety degrees outside because he's sitting in the AC office. Yeah, it gets cold. Doug's our resident white collar guy here on the yeah. podcast. Uh, wore a bad shirt, yeah, <laughs> collared shirt. Could you tell? Yeah. So that was his penny loafers out there. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. His. What are, they what are those called? Hey dudes. Hey dude. Yeah. Oh boy. I definitely don't own a pair of those. I got a pair of Carhartt boots for that the, hurt my feet. duck guide service. Yeah, so we got Doug's kind of becoming his own gimmick. Yeah, duck, duck guy, Doug, and we're not hunting ducks. <laughs> what are we hunting? Well, I was uh, gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I, I had also, to edit. I was also gonna say something too. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, well, that's gonna be an edit. I could, edit. I don't want to ruin your episode because I don't want you to share it to anyone else that's on Guild yeah, yeah. Archery Club and be like those hooligans. <laughs> Damn them from New Windsor. <laughs> You'd probably be surprised at how many guys like I'm in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Okay, well, I can't say it now because the timing's off, but... Huntresses. <laughs> I was going to say... The other whitetail. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's he hunting? <laughs> well, there it is. I'll edit that. See what I'm doing? Writing down the time. That's how we That's how we edit at Working Class Blowing. We say shit we regret, and I go through and edit it and it makes it even funnier. Well, thanks, fellas. Hey, appreciate thanks you guys. Thanks, thanks for coming us. out. Yeah, and thanks for coming. Thank you for doing what you do for archery and, and the kids yeah. and everything. It's, it's pretty awesome. Up. Yeah, and setting us up, giving the shoot a home. Um, yep. And hopefully it all just goes smooth every year and you keep wanting us back. And it's a partnership that I'm sure that will develop more and more as we go along. I hope, anyway. Partnership, as far as I'm concerned, forever. I love it, man. So. We're in, dude. And I think once people come out and see the course and get to meet the people in the community and get that experience, I think everyone will be coming back. Oh, for sure. Yep. I expect all 143 people to come back this year and more, especially yep. with 
everyone's been cooped inside. Oh, yeah. So It might be a blowout, and we're going to be going, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh, this is going all weekend instead of just today. (laughs) Doesn't bother me none. Yeah, after party, come out and have some fun, drink a couple beers. Let's have a good time. Let's talk hunting, archery, podcasts, turkeys, bears, whatever the hell. Yeah. You know, we'll be. I'll be fresh back from a bear hunt. So, yep. oh yeah, you will. Yeah, like that week. Oh man, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you'll be, be back that Saturday, and our shoot is the next Saturday. Yeah, I'm gonna so. be. It's gonna be hectic. Yeah, you and Eric. <laughs> didn't yeah. you do that last year too? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. Oh well, it'll be fun. Hey, we'll make it work. I'll check out before I have to check back in. There you go. We'll just pile all that work when I'm gone on Doug. It'll be fun. There you go. <laughs> All right. Oh, I got a hold of Dan Smeltz from PA and see if he's coming again. I'm sure he's coming. I know I put my order in for Yingling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you I, go. I was going to, yeah, I'm sure. Well, you probably a truckload. If Dan doesn't bring Yingling, this is what we do. Hey, if you're coming from out east where they sell Yingling, bring some Yingling to the shoot. <laughs> and there you go. There's Yingling coming to the shoot. Uh, sure. That's how it works. Our, our listeners got our backs, man. If we say we need Yingling, or if I say I need Creek Water Whiskey, shout out to, uh, I call him John from Georgia, a listener down there, John Rose. He sends me bottles of Creek Water Whiskey. So shout out to him. You can't get it around here. So he's got our back. It's a true homie right there. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.